you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome inside. Good morning, football. We're live, as always, in New York City. It's Friday at the end of the week after the Super Bowl, which feels like a bit of a definitive close to a regular season, if you will. So we have a couple of things that we want to cover today just to put 2023 to bed. Yeah. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. All right, time for the lead block. Lead block. The Chiefs will enter another offseason as world champs, but not everybody thinks that they'll be back for a three-peat. Can you believe that? No, they, they're convinced. And last night on the podium, you said Kansas City should never be an underdog. Chiefs should never be an underdog. Right now, already, day after the Super Bowl, they are not the favorites for next year. What are you telling people to bet on for the Chiefs for next year? As far as the underdog thing, man, I mean, it just gives you a little added motivation going into the offseason. So, uh, um, like I said, I never, I never feel like we're underdogs. I believe we can win any game that we play in, but we have to continue to prove that every single year. All right, so we're told time and time again we don't do the betting, we don't talk the betting, but in front of me this paper says right. that the 49ers are the early favorites to win Super Bowl 59. Mm -hmm. We figured, you know, with 359 days until Super Bowl 59, we're going to break out our whiteboards, so we're right. going to take a swing at who we think the top five teams that are most likely to win Super Bowl 59. Jason, you are up first. Did you just say 359? Yeah, 359. I mean, 51 I, weeks away. 51 Oof. weeks away, yep. You got it. Yeah. It's a long time. We got it. Come on. It's a lot of shows in between. <laughs> Here we go. We're going to start this off. All right. I'm not going Wait, before to. Before we do that, who is the most underappreciated tight end in the AFC North? Because that's some, get of the into it. that's some of the show content we do in the offseason. I think it's Isaiah Likely. I think, I think he you, had a great wow. run. Let's get into it. it. Okay, sorry, Jason, I, I sorry. think it's Bryant Harrison of the, uh, of the Cleveland Broncos. Oh, wow. Harrison, underrated. There you go. All right, I'm starting this off. I'm not adding to the motivation. I'm yeah. going number one. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. Mahomes, don't put me on your list. Don't make a commercial. Don't print out a receipt with my name on it. I'm rolling with the Chiefs. I'm not going to doubt them anymore. All right, number two. I'm rolling with the Baltimore Ravens. I okay. think that AFC Championship game, although you might have expected more points, more fireworks, it was one hell of a game of a battle of those two teams. I think Baltimore, year two under Munkin, they could be back. All right, number three, I'm going with those San Francisco 49ers. Mm -hmm. Brock Purdy will not, does not need a new contract. So much talent still there. No reason they can't get back to the game. Finally find a way to get over the hump. Number four, Dan Campbell, you're wrong. You guys do have a chance to get back. I'm going with the Lions in their opportunity to get back with a team full of young talent and guys that are hungry. All right, number five, I'm not going to go status quo. I'm going to go with someone off the cuff. There has to be a team that surprises you. you I'm going with the I Green like Bay Packers. Like I'm rolling like with it. Jordan Love. Last offseason, we had no idea what they were going to be, who they were going to be. I'm going to say the Packers, they learn from this year. They're hungry getting to the playoffs. 
beating up on the Dallas Cowboys and falling short against the 49ers in a late interception. I'm saying the Packers surprise people and have a hell of a run. Cool list, Jake. It's a good list. Good list. Um, first off, I have a bone to pick with uh, Mahomes. You know, here's this guy. What'd he do? On every podium. Then he gets to the parade, has a couple drinks in him, and he's like, absolutely nobody believed I in know. us. <laughs> nobody was, nobody. They said we could. Mahomes, I picked you before the season. Yeah. I picked you to beat the Dolphins. I picked you to beat the Ravens. Yeah. I picked you to beat the Bills. I picked you to beat the 49ers. I don't know if I'm picking the Chiefs next year. I was a little annoyed by that. You love the 49ers, and you picked Mahomes and the I Chiefs. I love over. what the 49ers did. I had it. You picked so, the Chiefs, though. So if you're not going to even get the credit when you do get it right, Maybe you don't need my backing anymore. Get off the bus. It kind of makes you want to hear him say, we were really awesome and we were supposed to win. Like, just take it the other direction. No, no, no. Shout out Shrake. Yeah, I don't believed in us. I want him to say, no one believed us. Shrager picked us. Right. That's what it is. Shrager had us. I would think. Nick Wright had us. Shrager had us. Yeah. No one else had us. Instead, it's nobody believed it. I'm sick of it. I'm done. I hear you, dude. It's it's enough. All right. So It's been well documented how much you picked them. So I still got them. I still got them. There you go. You still got them. I don't pick against. Andy Reid, um, Mahomes, whatever. I'm done with you, Mahomes. Get out of here. How can you say that, Mahomes? I don't hear Andy Reid giving you any credit either, Peter. I don't no, know but he didn't do the whole. Nobody believed yeah, in us. It's true. Mahomes, if you're watching, come on. Two, 49ers. So close. All right, so close. Three, Lions. Mm. All right, Lions had a 17-point lead on those Niners yes. in the second half. Come on. Four Ravens. I don't, I don't know if they, if they didn't do it last year, Jason. I'm not sure they're doing it next year. Yeah. Well, they're doing it on your list then. Because I do think they bring back just about everyone, including the MVP. Yeah, I know. But, gosh, good coach. If, if you don't put it to bed at home, <laughs> come on. And then I got the Rams. Got the Rams. Oh. They've got a little salary cap to play with this year. Yeah. Puka Nakua in his next year. You've got all these rookies and Kobe Turner and all these guys are all going to be second-year guys. And... Mahomes, if I hear one more time that nobody believed in you, I swear, man. I, what will. are we doing out here? Has he done the talk show circuit yet? Has he, has he been on the late night shows and I'm all that? I'm sure he will be. He'll be uh-huh. on the podcast, not uh-huh. mine, but everyone yes. else is saying no, no one believed in him. Maybe a way to thank you would be to come on fine. one of your shows. Like I've got multiple shows. Yeah. Multiple. Multiple. Nothing. Just... All right, so there's a couple ways to do this. You could just be like, okay. well, we just watched the playoffs and the last four or five teams. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they'll make it back. Guys, pay attention. They don't make it back. Year after year, it changes a lot. If you're Ooh. really going to actually try to predict accurately, you got to change it up, which is why I'm starting with the Chiefs. Chiefs and Schrager. <laughs> Chiefs, and I'm putting Peter's name. I might I put, be out, dude. No, no, no. Hold on. Just, you're just in an emotional place right yeah. now. Yeah. A little rest. Tough. A little chip basket. I heard it a couple times in the last time at the parade. I said, enough, Mahomes. Give it a rest. I just, I, I you're emotional right now. Chiefs and Schrager. Emotional. All right. Number two, I got the Lions. I feel the same way you guys do. I think it's going to be a lot harder. They may be like a 10 and 17 next year, but they have a lot of cheap guys who are still playing their rookie contracts. They have their first round pick. They'll draft on defense. Guys, I got the Rams at three. Yeah! The Rams at three. I think they have the best coach in the NFL. I, I believe that about Sean McVay. Guys, you know they have a first round pick for the first time since 2016? 2016! <laughs> so long. It's, and, and listen, it would have been a top 10 pick, but they won too many damn games yeah. at the end of the season. They were yeah. too good. It might as well be. The fact they have one might as well be the number one overall pick. Number four, I have the Bills. They have a quarterback of mass destruction, and you figure you get up enough shots, enough years in the playoffs maybe one of these years you get it done I don't know if it will be or not they have a lot of stuff going on in the offseason a lot of familiar names leaving a lot of work to be done for Mr. Bean I have a guess for five okay here's can my guess? number five you ready can I guess um I do want to reveal this I'll reveal it and then you say if you were right okay. for the number five team I have this I have the Chargers was it right yep I have the LA Chargers you yes. may say the Chargers guys 
I'm telling you this Harbaugh thing is going to be yeah. real. If I were to tell you years ago when he came from Stanford and took over a really bad 49ers team that in year one they would be in the title game, not some little wild card, not some divisional, in the title game in year one, and at that time with a quarterback who was not as talented as Justin Herbert, mm. the Chargers thing is going to be for real. Yes, they're in the AFC and the Chiefs thing is there. They're going to have themselves a couple wars with the Chiefs during the regular season, mm. I promise mm. you, and when that playoff time comes, he will be ready. I think Herbert will be ready. I know it seems nuts because the Chargers, they have the stink on them. I were sitting here talking about what's going to happen 51 weeks from now, and I think the Chargers may very well be part of it. I have the Chargers at five. Now, quickly, I just need to address, I don't have the 49ers on yeah, here. I don't yeah, I don't see the Niners. Do you, know, do you know when the last time was the team lost Super Bowl and went back the next year? It was the Bills. It was those Bills teams. Really? It hasn't happened since then. You don't lose and go back. I love you, Baltimore. It was a terrible game. Yeah. Terrible game. It, it was just a really disappointing showing. Your quarterback, I think, is 2-4 and four in the playoffs. There's questions about your head coach in the playoffs. I can't put you in the top five. You're going to put the Chargers is that not the Ravens? Yes, it's my list. It's 51 <laughs> weeks away, and I love Jim Harbaugh. That's Let's my go. list. So far, no NFC East teams as well, I believe. Can't uh, get there. Can't get there. And get there I know, me. right? You dropped the San Francisco right off. Yep, sure, let's go with that. Mostly because we can play this clip back 365 days from now. And if the Chiefs did accomplish a three-peat, they are not, not allowed to say that people doubted them. Because four people at the table just put you as number one 359 days in advance. So, like, we are just negating mm -hmm. that speech now. It's tired. Come up with a new one, Chiefs, for next year when you do your three-peat. Or your hat-trick Mahomes, if you will. Number two. I go with the Detroit Lions. I just loved how yep. they got there. I think they were very close this year. They were one bad football half away, and that bad half could have come at any time. It just sucks that it happened in the NFC title game. Uh, the Detroit Lions, great coach, good quarterback, mm -hmm. great core team. They're a couple ball drops away from having that season go differently for them. Number three, I still have the 49ers. I think if this ends up becoming a repeat in a title game match, then that's fine mm -hmm. by me. Shanahan came out and said Brock Purdy's first full regular season as a starter was the most impressive one of the most impressive he has ever seen. His assessment of a quarterback, I trust and I value. And I'm going to go with San Francisco on this one. Number four, I always erase my list as they go down. Buffalo. Do. I know, I'm sorry. I'm going with the Bills as well, mostly because I think their division is ripe for them to just kind of land on top of again. And then you're hosting playoff games and you're having kind of an easy run through the postseason. So I go with Buffalo as well. And I like everybody on that team in terms of talent. I have the Bengals First hanging one. around at number five. Okay. I have Joe Burrow coming back healthy. We're not sure. There's a couple of free agent issues that they have to shore up. They have the departure of their play caller to to Tennessee Titans but a healthy Joe Burrow in a division that again I think is ripe for them to battle in the Ravens mm -hmm. I think they bumped the Ravens out for me at number five and I put the Bengals in at number five I had the Bengals this Jimmy's list I had Bengals at six yeah mm -hmm. Jason hold up your list and did you have a six like did you have one that you um, to fit in and Peter as well I would probably uh my sixth one, I would say the Philadelphia Eagles. No kidding. Another team that were a disaster at the end of the season. But I look at them, new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator. I think they could surprise a few people. So I have, I had the Eagles, Eagles just at on six. the outside. Yeah. Okay. Can I show you mine? Who do you got six, Peter? J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Talk about it. Rogers, we didn't get it this year. We didn't get it. We yeah. didn't get it. So no. let's see. I don't know if they can coach and, and play play offense the way that you need to win playoff games. Everybody's but coming back. Everyone's back. Hackett's back, everybody. Everyone, everyone is back. A couple, couple front office guys have been shown the door, but other than that, or have left on their own accord. Chad Alexander and Rex Hogan, two trusted guys. But other yeah. than that, the offensive coordinator's back. Diva Ulbrich's coming back. Mm -hmm. So I had them winning the AFC East last year. Rodgers gets hurt four plays in. Rodgers is back. Mm -hmm. 
I'm not even being sarcastic. I think the Jets are going to be a player next year if Rodgers is healthy. I like it. Sean Payton would like a word, Peter. Yes, um, true. <laughs> that was really fun, and now we have it all on lockdown that there were four people that did not doubt the Chiefs. So it's um, fun. I know. I, it makes me nervous that we, we all have the Lions, don't we? I know. Yeah, we all yeah. have the Lions. I, we got them high, too. And you yeah. and I both have the Rams. I, I like your Packers placements. I Rams are three. Rams are great. Yeah. All right, Will Selva, Packers good morning great. to you. Earlier hey, than normal, good but morning. it's for a very specific reason. Well, obviously, we talked about this a lot yesterday as did the country a major effect and the fallout from the tragic day that played out in Kansas City on Wednesday. What is the latest this morning? All right, good morning to you, Jamie. Good morning, everyone. Authorities confirming Thursday 22 victims and one fatality as a result of that tragic shooting following the Chiefs' Super Bowl parade. Now, Kansas City Police Chief Stacy Graves saying three suspects have now been detained. Two of them are minors, and that the incident appears to have been a dispute between several people in the crowd. The deceased victim is local Kansas City radio DJ Elizabeth Galvan, known on KKFI as Lisa Lopez Galvan. The radio station releasing a statement last night saying, quote, this senseless act has taken a beautiful person from her family and this KC community, end quote. And many of the victims have been released from local hospitals to remain in critical condition at University Health Hospital. Of the 11 children who were taken to Children's Mercy Hospital in Kansas City, only three remain in the care of doctors. All the kids are expected to make a full recovery, which, of course, is great news. And a public vigil was held Thursday night at Skywalk Memorial Park in Kansas City to show unity and support of the victims of the shooting and to mourn the death of Lopez Galvan. Community and faith leaders were in attendance as well to help people with their emotions. And of course, if any more news becomes available throughout the morning, we'll keep you updated here with the very latest. Jamie? Thank you, Will. We appreciate how you've handled all that information yesterday and today and moving forward as well. Still to come on our show, we've got a whole bunch of mic'd up sound left over right. from Super Bowl 58 on the cutting room floor, if you will. But we want to air it out here on Good Morning Football. We're going to give it a listen later on. Plus, Peter, mixed bag trivia, yes. everybody's favorite segment. What are we talking about today? Do you want more George Karlaftis talk? Absolutely. Because we're not done yet. They have the greatest draft class in the 2022 draft. How well do you know this crop of rookies that all played well in the Super Bowl. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good morning, football. Welcome to Good Morning Football as we do this right, year. 2022 NFL Draft go, is really baby. good for the season. It's the off season, but let's get into it. Chiefs 2022 NFL Draft Trivia. It's been a long year. We don't get many days off. George Karlaftis. What's up, George? Are you ready here, Jason? He's got 20 and a half career sacks, including the playoffs and two Super Bowl titles before the age of 23. Mm. Two rings, 20 and a half sacks. He's becoming an NFL star. But before football, what was George Karlaftis' sport of choice? Mm. 
wrestling, water polo, rowing, or rugby. Mm. I mean, when I say he was one of the best in the country at this. Best sport. in the country at this. All right. Uh, I'm going to pretend to break this down and know all about it. Wrestling, you see a lot of football players wrestling back in their high school days. Water polo, I don't know. Rowing, rugby. You know what? I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... B, water polo, just Great because game. I'm hoping that it is water polo, and I want to see George out there doing yeah. right, water so polo. That's a good guess. The correct answer is B, water yeah. polo. Let's go. I know my Big George grew up in Athens, Greece. Yeah. Greece, and at age yeah. 13, Look he played up. goalie on the 16 and under national team for cool. Greece in water polo. I remember watching. So we get to, yeah, you were there. Yeah. Peacock, let's go back to the NFL Combine in 2022 where Karlaftis talked about water polo training and how it helped him find the sport of football. Uh, I was a goalie, so my training was a little different than everyone else's. I know I was 10, 11, 12 years old. I had to hold a chair with my shoulders out of the water, my chest out of the water for 10 minutes in a row. So that's what I attribute my strong legs to. Awesome. Water polo. So he goes to Purdue, obviously, he plays football, but up until age 13, all he knew was water polo, lived wow. in Greece, came over to the country. So Greek freak, baby. Oh, wow. You know that sport has a brutal reputation of physicality. It's Talk very intense. There's a lot that goes on under the water. You, there's there's oh. secrets of the trade where your toenails are really long and they can be weaponized. And like it's it's a very <laughs> intense sport. You have to tread water really? and basically wrestle and shoot at the same time. I used to play it in gym in high school. My sister played it in high school. Really? Yeah, she was hey, on that. Is that a pool? Yeah, we had a pool. Damn! Giant public high School like in Chicago. We had a full awesome. water polo, but I, it's a really intense sport. Question: We yeah. always do that. Like, if you were to make a dodgeball team out of sure. NFL players, or if we're doing a flag sure. football, if we're doing a water polo team offhand, who do you want in your squad? <laughs> I just want all. I want like the big ass, big arm quarterbacks. Like Josh Allen's definitely on the team. Oh. Justin Herbert's on the team. And then I want like somebody like Quentin Nelson, who have like six six inch long toenails yeah. and just scratch the crap out like of everybody. I want to see Gardner Johnson. Like, just, you want him? Like, like a I want Penny Stool in the pool. <laughs> oh, there you oh, go. Oh. Let's go. I also just came up with my 2024 fantasy football team weaponized. Toenails. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a, they say that's a real thing. It's dirty pool, so to speak, but that's what they do. <laughs> uh, Jamie, are you ready? Sounds Pantera gross. and weaponized yeah. toenails. Go. <laughs> Isaiah Pacheco was a seventh round pick in that same draft. Be he became the first running back in the history of the Super Bowl to start at running back in back-to-back -back Super Bowls and win those two Super Bowls. Pretty cool stat. So who holds the record for most career Super Bowl rushing yards? Oh my goodness. Think about all the Super Bowl at the time. Who put the career together of Super Bowl wow. rushing yards? This is a good trip. I like this. Pacheco's getting there with two great performances. We got Emmett Thurman, yeah. Garrett Blunt, who quietly played in a bunch, and Franco Harris. I was gonna take the bait on the Garrett Blunt only because of my uh, recency and having worked in New England bias, so that's my awareness for it. The Emmett Smith one is enticing, as is Franco. I'm torn between A and C, but I'll just go with what I think I know, and let's see. See, LeGarrette Blunt. The correct answer is D, Franco yes. Harris. The late Franco Harris rushed for 354 yards mm -hmm. over mm -hmm. four Super Bowls with the Steelers. Here he is against your purple people leaders, Jamie. Yeah. And then, of course, he would have it against the Cowboys in two straight ones. And then they played the Rams in a Super Bowl. Vince Ferragamo led Rams, and Franco would have another big game. He's got four rushing touchdowns. That's tied for most in second bowl his Super Bowl history, where Emmett has five, and that's the most. But here's a look at the most rushing yards compiled in a career in NFL history. It's all Hall of Famers. Zonka. How cool is that? Sonny on that list. Larry Zonka, Emmett Smith, 
I love TD gets in there in just two games. That second one against the Falcons, I think he was yeah. big. And Thurman against Thomas the Packers not, as well. Not on the list. I'll tell you what, Thurman Thomas, it's rushing yards. He caught a lot of passes. Mm. And also, like, he was in a couple blowouts where yeah, he wasn't running the so ball at the end of the game. Ball. Same reason Emmett is not number one. Yeah. Like, he was in some blowouts on the other end. And he in. played in one fewer than Franco. That's Absolutely. a good trivia. Good trivia, right? Yeah. I didn't know that answer. Pacheco's 23rd all time. He's got some years to come. Wow. Yes. He might need to get a couple more. He needs a couple more. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle, are you yeah. ready? Uh-huh. We love Trent McDuffie. Yeah, he's like the face of the show right this now. This guy made the play of the Super Bowl on this third down blitz yeah. of Brock Purdy. Spags. Spags sends him. No one blocks him. And just deflects the ball enough. It gave KC a chance. It gave KC a chance to get the ball back and to get a field goal. My take on it, even if he didn't deflect the pass, the coverage was perfect. I don't know if the right? pass is completed anyway. Yeah. Look at the bottom of the screen. Jarius need against Jawan Jennings. If this pass gets through clean, I don't know if that – I don't think that's a completion. No. You know what I'm saying, Jay? Like, so I, I don't want to undercut it, but the, G, the defense from top to bottom was so good there. Here's Commissioner Goodell announcing the selection in Vegas of Trent McDuffie okay. in the first round. The New England Patriots have traded the 21st pick to the Kansas City Chiefs. With the 21st pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select Trent McDuffie, defensive back, Washington. Kyle, over the offseason, McDuffie changed his jersey from 21 to 22 to honor his late brother. Who was the last Chiefs player to wear that number 22 (laughs) Mm -hmm. before him? So he was 21 last year. He's 22 now. He wore 22 in college. Who wore that 22 last? Was it Juan Thornhill? Dexter? Dexter McCluster. Marcus Peters or Orlando Skandrick? What a list. You know what Marcus Peters claimed to famous for me? In Peyton Manning's last season where he went on to win the Super Bowl, yeah. Marcus Peters, I believe, picked him off twice and got him pulled out of the game. They put, they took him out and they, they put in Brock Osweiler in the game. You can look it up. Chiefs, Broncos. It was an amazing performance by him. We were talking about McCluster earlier because Jack Rudd was wearing a McCluster jersey this 22. So, Peter, I don't think you're putting that out for me. I'll go with uh, I'll go with O-Town. I'll go with Orlando Skandrick. Is that the answer? He did wear 22 for that's the not Chiefs, right, but that's not the correct answer because last year, <laughs> wow. Juan Thornhill Great. wore 22 for four seasons with the Chiefs. Yeah. Thornhill started 52 games, had eight inter- eight interceptions. This guy won two Super Bowl titles with the Chiefs. Juan Thornhill is a Chiefs legend as well. Yeah. Wore number 22 for 22. years. Once Juan Thornhill leaves, he 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 gives Give the that. jersey up, and there's and there's McDuffie. Who, by the way, Trevor McDuffie? Through two NFL seasons, no interceptions in his career. Mm-hmm. Zero. Thornhill had eight. There's Trent, 22 on Washington, ah. where he was an absolute star um, and a first-round pick. All when right. is the last uh, football host to wear a San Jose Sarks sweater for three question. hours on a football show for no it's reason? Like, looking it up. Has there ever been anybody it looks like. <laughs> Looks like Bill Pito <laughs> did, Pino Pino did it. Pino wow. did it. Wow. Not familiar with his work. And who it. was the host of SNL that week? Did he? Yeah. Do? Yes. Craig <laughs> Kilborn wore a Kelly Kissio jersey. Awesome. Yeah, okay. Uh, Jumanji. Jumanji. Which 2022 Chiefs draftee came on Good Morning Football before the 2022 NFL draft? Okay. Not here at this table. Mm-hmm. And made his case for being drafted, but while wearing a full suit and tie and dress shoes at this table. It was before you guys were with the show. Yeah. This gentleman, was it either Jalen Watson, Sky Moore, Joshua Williams, or Nazi Johnson? They came on the show in a full suit, but not not a cool Supreme shirt or not a hoodie from Nike. Mm -hmm. Um, Full suit and tie, like 
a pure gentleman, and then went and got drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs. You didn't have the T-shirt because he teamed up with Old Spice? <laughs> no. <laughs> Who is it? No. No sponsors. I'm excited. I'm excited to see the clip that we're going to have. I want to see if this suit is tailored. Is it big or is it baggy? I want to see this suit. I'm going with... C, Joshua Williams. Okay. Going with C. Jamie, who do you think? I go late round flyer because they don't show up in suits unless they really want to speak to the soul of the GM. So I'll go uh, Jalen Watson, A. Okay. I'll round it out. I hope it's not Nazi Johnson because I'm going to go with Sky Moore. Sky Moore. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember. I was here probably, but I have no memory. <laughs> we go to April. You might not have been. I don't even know. We go to April 2022. <laughs> and the Chiefs would eventually draft this guy in the fourth round out of an uh, HBCU. Let's okay. take a listen who it was. Coming from Fayetteville State, you know, I'm not playing Ohio State or Clemson or Alabama. So being on the field, you know, that's come kind of some of the questions I was getting from scouts and, you know, just the media. Um, how do you think you're going to fare playing against, you know, some? And, you know, I don't think it was something that was really dawning on me. I wasn't, you know, that's not something I was focused on. I was focused on playing my best football. You know, I don't care what logos on anybody's helmet. I'm going to go out there and play my brand of football, Joshua Williams football. Josh yeah. Williams, three piece song, baby. Guess what? The fourth round pick out of Fayetteville State was certainly look at that. Look who makes him play in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Watch this. Come on now. Who's on? Who's on punt coverage? Boom. There he is. Get over here, Ray Ray. <laughs> right there. Come down here. That's Josh. And then who's dunking Andy Reid with the? Oh, he's on Gatorade duty. Of course, his Purple. Morris. They got it, and Josh Williams got him. Way to go, Josh. Uh, a noted draft class. One of the best of all time. When you're talking about Trent McDuffie, Karlaftis, Pacheco, Joshua Williams, Jalen Watson, all those guys come together. And I didn't even mention Leo Chanel, who mm. had one of the best Super Bowls of all time and all his big plays. Brett Veach, the GM, of course, but Ryan Poles, all the guys involved who helped put that draft class together. Congratulations, Congratulations. You guys are going to be good for a long time. Yes, you are. Excellent. It, it, because trivia would have been too easy for who skilled the side of a bus yeah. after yeah. they won, I guess, or Leo Chanel. We already know. That we was know a that suspenseful answer. Gatorade shower. Also, like, it, yeah. I think it had no impact on Andy. Why was Andy wearing, like, a full parka in 72-degree <laughs> indoor stadium? What was he doing? Wasn't he hot? Just sweat it out. <laughs> Maybe he knew the gator was coming, and he was, like, coated in Gore-Tex. It didn't, didn't get him at all. He didn't flinch. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I don't think it touched his flesh at all. It's just like, oh, parka. purple Tammy again. didn't even Please. warn him, just got out of the way. Yeah. He knew. He knew. Coming up, them. very good, Peter. Which quarterback situation has us most intrigued heading into this offseason? Intrigue, quarterback talk. Of course, you're going to see Justin Fields' face. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. football live in new york city friday february 16th i'm jamie erdahl kyle brandt peter schrager jason mccordy peter uh last day for us until the show it takes a little bit of a beat oh we're taking a break it's a little bit of beat is that word yeah. okay i wasn't going to advertise that because i want you watching monday we want the ratings this morning i'll be 7 here 7 a.m <laughs> Kyle's going to be sitting mm -hmm. right there. Now, we're off uh, next week, and our whole entire production crew as well, we all get a nice, very well-deserved week off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you feel like you need it? Oh, yeah. 
Mm. I'm tired of you guys. Yeah, well. We'll reconvene. That's why we're giggling we'll so much today. Take a break, though. We'll reconvene ahead of draft coverage. Speaking yeah. of, some quarterbacks available on the board this like year, that. as they are every time. Intrigue is everywhere. Time for the lead block. Lead block. Lead block. Off-season is kicking into gear. We've got the 2024 NFL Scouting Combine presented by Noble starting in less than two weeks right here on NFL Network. And less than two months after that, it's the NFL Draft. It's what we all look forward to for some teams who need new guys. As you take a look at the top 10 picks, a couple quarterbacks, a couple quarterback needy teams near the top. As we hear from Falcons' new OC, Zach Robinson, and Commander's new OC, Cliff Kingsbury, on what they are looking for in a quarterback to make their team better. But first, here's Bears president, Kevin Warren, on their current quarterback, Justin Fields. This is something. Justin has a rare combination of intelligence, of size, of strength, and speed. You forget how big of a, of a man he is until you're up on him. He's not a small man. And, um, and so I just think every year he's going to continually get better. So I'm glad he's on the Chicago Bears. You got to have a guy that wants the ball in his hands in those crunch time moments. And so that's what we're looking for, whether it's a pocket guy, whether it's a guy that can move around a little bit. We're just looking for the best guy that, that we can do. And I certainly know that the guys that are here, we're evaluating everybody. And so we, you know, Taylor and, and Desmond, we're looking at those guys. All options are on the table. The money's on the table. You got to be able to make some plays with your feet, move around enough to escape a bad play. And it doesn't mean you got to run like Lamar or Kyler Murray, but you better be able to move a little bit. And and um, buy yourself some time because the, the D-line, the rushes, the defense these days are so good. What type of quarterback, like the ideal fit, the characteristics, the traits that you want to work with here in Washington? Uh, the Chiefs quarterback. <laughs> Cliff's got jokes. That's, that's awesome. Cliff I knows, like it. Cliff knows. Uh, a couple of those guys would love to find their own version of Mahomes two months from now at the draft. But let's start right now, perhaps, Peter, with that team we just heard from yeah. in terms of most intriguing quarterback situation. Yeah, I think Kingsbury came on yesterday and they had the live stream on. I dialed in. Oh, sure, like, what do we yeah. got? I'm curious yeah. to see what he's got to say. Is he going to tip his hand at all? Because remember, Cliff went through a six-hour interview, I believe, with the Chicago Bears out in California. They all got to know each other. And I'm sure they were asking a lot of questions about Caleb Williams. And I'm sure the commanders are asking a lot about Caleb Williams as well. I don't know if Caleb Williams is sitting there at number two, which means you have a decision to make between Drake May, who is out of North Carolina, and you've got to make a decision to make between Jalen Daniels, who is the star Heisman Trophy yeah. winner out of LSU. And then there's... J.J. McCarthy looming, and there's Bo Nix looming. Or there's go up Michael to one. Or do you mortgage it all and say, I got to get my guy. Come on now. Caleb Williams. Let's listen to this clip from Kingsbury also, because they asked him a little bit more about oh. mobility. Mm. I do think the game, as you can see, you watch those guys, Brock and him at the end, like when the money's on the table, you got to be able to make some plays with your feet, move around enough to escape a bad play. And it doesn't mean you got to run like Lamar or Kyler Murray, but you better be able to move a little bit and um, buy yourself some time because the, the D-line, the rushes, the defense these days are so good. All right, so he's looking for some mobility. You can't just have a big Joe Flacco or John Skelton back there anymore. That's what he's John saying. Skelton. That was a John Skelton reference. Fordham, hello. <laughs> um, you just got <laughs> Tony Pike out of Cincinnati. You can't say Drew Bledsoe. John Skelton. John Skelton. Awesome, awesome. But it doesn't seem like, like you can have that That's anymore. why Peter's to, Peter. Yeah. You need to have a little mobility <laughs> in the pocket. Even Stafford can move a little bit. All these guys who are playing at this level, they, they've got that move. So, Drake May, can he move? That's the question. Yeah. Mm. You know he's this big statue. And the answer is yes. Like, yeah. they've done the work across all the draft boards, and you're seeing it's May or Daniels, two, or, uh, two to the commanders. 
I think Drake May's got that that Andrew Luck sneaky athleticism uh, that we always roll our eyes about because you don't see it because he doesn't necessarily run for 60 yards and he doesn't have the but it's kind of like Brock Purdy where wait he's got that in his arsenal he can run for 12 yards if he has to I think there's gonna be a lot of talk about May's athleticism coming up but gosh I don't think it's Howell who was a North Carolina QB himself I don't think it's him under center um, for the commanders over the next five years I think they're going with one of these young guys I would think Here's the wild card with, with Washington. Baker Mayfield's a free agent. Mm. Justin Fields might be on the trading block. Those guys have a little wiggle to them, too. Mm-hmm. And Cliff used to coach Baker back at Texas Tech. They have a fine relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm. I think the free agent and the potential quarterbacks that are veterans could be optics, too. So, one, Chicago, we know that. Who's going to come up? New England, we know. Commanders, because with new coach, new offensive coordinator, new owner, and potentially new stadium coming in, who's going to be the face of that franchise? Yeah. What a big decision that is at number two. When you talk about intrigue in this quarterback position and everything that's going on with multiple teams, I'm starting right at number one, and it's the Chicago Bears and it's Justin Fields because whatever decisions they make, it dictates what a lot of other teams are going to do. And I think what's so intriguing about it is you can go back a year from today and we were having the same exact conversation about the Chicago Bears Mm -hmm. and about Justin Fields and having the number one pick before a few weeks later they traded and we knew exactly what they were doing and where they were going with it. Saw Kevin Warren in Vegas at NFL Honors, and I was like, I want to ask him, what are you going to do with Justin Fields? But he was there with his beautiful wife enjoying his time, and I just said hi and wished him luck on the offseason. But I'm fascinated by this because, Peter, you mentioned the commanders, but there's also, like, now you can go on and there's landing spots for Justin Fields, assuming that the Bears don't keep him in. People are mentioning the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Atlanta Falcons, different teams that his skill set might fit. So as I'm looking at, yes, what the Bears are going to do around their pick, if they're going to go get a Caleb Williams at that number one pick, but I'm more intrigued by what happens to Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. If he stays in Chicago with a new offensive coordinator, kind of new momentum going forward and possibly a new weapon added on offense for him, what he can do there. But if they decide to trade him, where does he end up? If he ends up on a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers who have a decent defense with T.J. Watt, who could have possibly been a defensive mm-hmm. player of the year, what are they able to do? So that, to me, is the most intriguing thing. The same thing it was last year is where does Justin Fields end up if he's not in Chicago, who are going to be the trade partner with fields as we know is that if you trade for fields you take on that contract Contract. extension so that's what cambered so everyone's like well of course he's worth a first round pick yeah but it's probably justin fields and a 40 million dollar contract he's your future Yeah. Yeah, yeah you have to it's, I think it's so intriguing because I don't think there's a consensus either yeah. in what people think they should do yeah. or what insiders think they will do. There's really not a they're done with fields or they're keeping fields. And now, like, all the, the mathematicians and the trade bots are coming up with these crazy formulas where the Bears should trade back from one to two and then they should trade from two to three and then three to four and just Load keep up. on trading and just get 50 first-round picks and keep them. But, like, mm. it's all on the table. We all kind of won the offseason content lottery when the Bears had the number one pick <laughs> and they haven't traded it yet. But you mentioned a team here. So the whole center of the NFL universe was just in Las Vegas, this incredible spy site. And, like, the Raiders' identity is really strange. You know, it's so fun because Antonio Pierce seems fresh and we all have memories of him as a player. And there should be this huge excitement for them, but it's muted by who the hell's the quarterback. Oh. I also just think it's really interesting that, like, okay, the, the NFL is in Las Vegas. There's a million parties, a million functions. NFL's, Jimmy Garoppolo, nowhere to be seen. I, I didn't see him. Did you see him? Yeah, I didn't yeah. see him anywhere on social media. You would think maybe the Raiders quarterback would put in an appearance as the host city and the host team. Jimmy doesn't do that stuff. He's never out there. And I don't mean out in the streets. I mean, like, showing up to take a picture because he's the Raiders quarterback. Is he the Raiders quarterback? Here's their deal. So Garoppolo under contract. 
Aiden O'Connell played a lot of football and put up about 90 points on the Chargers last year mm-hmm. under contract. And then you have Brian Hoyer. So they have the 13th pick in the draft. Do you want to start fresh? Is that like, you know, is that J.J. McCarthy? Are we going to get him there? Or is it like, no, we're going to go back to Jimmy and Antonio Pierce is going to start anew with him I don't know. There's all mm. listen. If you go into like the Raiders blogs and Raiders Reddit, they're into the free agency splash, yeah. and they're like Cousins, Baker. Like I don't know if that's happening, but there's all kinds of dreams, and there's no real reality. I don't see again. It's like I said with the fields. I don't see a consensus. They are expected to move forward with Jimmy G or Aiden or move on. I don't know, but it's a big deal because again, that division's always sexy. Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh, the, the Chiefs. The Raiders. Who are you showing up with? I don't know. We had Hoyer sitting in that. Yeah. And he was obviously with the Raiders. He didn't know. So <laughs> they also have a new GM. Tom Telesco comes from the yeah. Chargers. Today. So it's yeah. all in fresh eyes. Remember, Josh McDaniels brought in Jimmy Garoppolo. Josh McDaniels is not a million miles right now from, from right. Vegas. They don't want to hear anything mm-hmm. from Josh McDaniels. So I, I think it's a fresh new blow. I don't think Jimmy's got a bunch of people in the building yeah. making the case right now. So that means draft pick? At a team? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, or move up. I don't know. There is a cross-section of teams where you're saying who the hell is their quarterback, and then if they have a great draft pick, and that's awesome, they're part of the conversation. Then there's the teams where they're in the weeds of who the hell is their quarterback, but they don't have a great first-round draft pick. And I go to the Minnesota Vikings as well. Kirk Cousins, unrestricted free agent, come March, and he's coming off his Achilles. You know, we saw him at honors, feeling a little sprightly during his performance at NFL honors. Four months out from Achilles injury, from Achilles surgery, and he looked great at honors. In August, it'll be 10 months at training camp when he returns. There There he is at honors. Okay, Vikings fans are probably feeling pretty good about that. Yesterday, the report comes out now that Kirk Cousins keeping a pretty fruitful eye on the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback room. The Falcons have kind of always been linked with this Kirk Cousins experience at quarterback. What are the Vikings doing at quarterback? Because do you sign this guy who's expected to make $40 million a year because he's the one that Justin Jefferson wants to play with? You still have to pay money to Justin Jefferson if you want to retain him, which I would think you would. Where do you go? Or do you draft in the middle of the pack? Or do you trade up? You don't have a lot of options. It's I think the Vikings hide in the weeds of this conversation because it's just been Kirk Cousins for so long, statistical king that he is. But this also could be a chapter change for the Minnesota Vikings. I had a cool moment with Cousins after oh, honors. Uh, you know, I love Kirk, and yeah. I have a little bit of a relationship with him. So two years ago, he was on stage in honors singing with Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. yeah. This year, he's dancing with Thunder Down Under. So we're joking. I'm like, all right, so you sang and you danced. Next year, are you going to be, like, playing the trumpet? He's like... Well, next year, I'd like to be in the Super Bowl. Mm. And I was like, that's it, Kirk. That's the right answer. But I don't know with what team. Yeah. Justin Jefferson, he's not going to probably sign back until he knows. Until he knows. Quarterback. This weird limbo they hang in. Hey, look, if, if you're a coach in a GM and you're going to walk away from Cousins, you, you better, better have an alternative. <laughs> Cousins is a really good quarterback. And I know he doesn't win the Super Bowl yet, but like, nope. that is a bold move for a franchise <laughs> to walk away from a quarterback like mm-hmm. Cousins. Can I, can I, I'm going to name drop again. Yeah. Vegas, mm-hmm. restaurant, having mm-hmm. coffee, brunch time. Other side of the restaurant, Justin Jefferson, I catch his eye and I go, hey, I don't know him. Comes across the restaurant, big old high five. I watch y'all all the time. Oh, watch y'all so cool. all the time. Big hug, like very enthusiastic. Yeah. It moved and dodged waiters and stuff. Like didn't need to do that. I was just like, it's a big start. Watch y'all all the time. Thank you, Justin. Great guy, yeah. Awesome. Good morning, football. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.